Thomas? Michael. Now, let me ask you, my pal, my friend, my amigo, <clears throat> are you a big Nicolas Cage fan? How many people out there, raise your hands, <laughs> would say that you're a big Nicolas Cage fan? I mean, I like him okay. I can't say I'm a big fan. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Wow, that's a good question. I guess I'm not a fan at all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that one called National Treasure or something when he he was a professor and they tried to steal the Declaration of Independence. Do you ever see that one? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Well, anyway, he's been in a lot of movies. He's been around for a long time. He's 54 years old. He won an Oscar. Remember that one? Isn't he related to Francis yes. Ford Coppola? Yep, that's his uncle, I think. Right. But he even has an Oscar to his name. He does? Hard to believe. Yeah, he won for Leaving Las Vegas. Best actor? Yep. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> this guy has blown through $150 million. And according to CNBC, he's bankrupt. He's looking for money. He's had money problems for a long time, though. Well, here's why. <laughs> this guy has 15 homes, including two European castles worth $12 million. He's got a collection of shrunken pygmy heads. You always got to get one of them, don't you, in your basement? Goodness gracious. He has a Lamborghini owned by the late Shaw of Iran for a total of $450,000. Here's something. I don't know where you keep it or what you do with it. He has a pet octopus for $150,000. That's a lot of calamari. Yes, it is. He has a 70-million-year-old dinosaur skull worth $300,000, and to top things off, he has Superman cape from the original Superman for $150,000. This man has a sickness. I was going to say, if you're $150 million in the hole, shouldn't you be thinking about selling some of this stuff? Right, that's what I'm saying. He has some assets. So, But who's going to buy a, a pet octopus? Yeah, that but, might be a little hard to move. <laughs> and you know, this article was also listing some other people that are having money problems how about Johnny Depp? Well, he's got assets, too. He's got 14 homes, and he's got 45 luxury cars. You always hear about guys like Jay Leno and Jerry Seinfeld, but I didn't know Johnny Depp had 45 luxury cars. 50 Cent, $36 million in debt. And 50 Cent. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye West, $53 million in personal debt. Wow. What's the thing that jumps out at you? These people don't look good business managers, do they? They just want stuff. They continuously want stuff, and they have to have it, and they think that might be the end all to the emptiness they have inside. I have just psychoanalyzed the rich and famous, so maybe they'd be willing to pay me to sit on my couch. What do you think? <laughs> they probably would. They'd probably make a movie and star in it. You know, Nicholas Cage does so many bad movies. I guess now he's trying to get back some money. That's the force of habit. When he goes to a restaurant and the waiter brings him rolls, he turns it down. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a, that's a little <laughs> joke there, buddy. It's a little joke. Not a good one. That's a little one. Yeah, a little teeny a little one. one. Yeah, you got uh, bigger ones in your uh, in your joke bag over there, don't you? So you don't, no, no, I don't. So you don't have a favorite Nicolas Cage movie? I don't. I, all right, I'm going to go with The Rock. The Rock? Remember that one? Where he was on a... a, a oh, Alcatraz. yeah, yeah, yeah. Alcatraz, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Connery was in that? Yeah, that's been a long time, that movie. Okay. And another one, Con Air. No. You, you don't remember that one? That was a bad movie. All right. Enough about Nicolas Cage. Tom and Mike. They say romance is dead, but I got a story for you, pal. There's this nurse, a prison nurse. She works in a prison as a nurse. 
Wait, well, she's a prison nurse and she works in a prison as a she, nurse. That was that was <laughs> yeah, redundant from the Department of Redundancy Department. So she falls in love with a lifer. Guy was in there for murdering somebody. Okay, so what does she do? She got to have this guy. She comes home. Unfortunately, she's married. So she poisons her husband with antifreeze. Well, that's not enough. She drags him to bed, puts him in bed, and then lights him on fire. Oh, boy. <laughs> and they say romance is dead, Thomas. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's dead. All right. This woman takes the meaning of love hurts to a new level. What do you think? Love hurts. Yeah. What is that a reference to? A song before my time, right? Oh, is it? Yeah. I'll give you $500 if you can tell me who did that song. Love hurts. Yes, because I am the king of useless knowledge. I bet you can't tell me. It's one of those three, two, one. No googling. Three, two, one. Time's up. Ah, that would be what? I know that it's on the tip of my tongue. It's like Journey. It's like a band like that. Nazareth. It was their only hit. Okay, never mind. One time, one time wonders. You know this guy that was killed, the husband. You know his last words to his wife was, "No, honey, this coffee tastes funny. Do you got new creamer?" So a woman in Australia wasn't happy with the way she looked physically. She thought she was flat chested. So she went in, she spent all her money and savings, almost $6,000 on a boob job. She wakes up and it was a a botched job. Guess what? She came out with four breasts. Four instead of two? Instead of two. She's now a built-in three-way. What do you think? (laughs) Her boyfriend said, I'm thinking about getting surgery to get four hands now. Oh my gosh. Think about that. That is cray cray. Who is her doctor? Frank Einstein? I don't know, but that you know, is that is some kind of freaky thing. Now, how does that happen? Come on, this is fake news. Fake news. No. You read this on the onion. No, it's not. You can Google it, my friend. Wouldn't it be funny if her breast plants came with squeaky toys inside of them? That's what doctors should do. Mm. You know, two in every thirty women in America have had some kind of breast implants. Did you know that? Two in thirty. Yeah. Quick math. That's only like 8% though, right? Right. But still a lot of people. 85% happen between the ages of 20 and 54. Better hurry up, Karen. Oh no, that's never going to (laughs) happen. I'm a happy man. Yeah. You're a happy man. You know what? I've never been a boob guy. Oh, (laughs) we can go that route. You know what's fair? Women mature and get boobs till around 15. Men, not till around 55. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I know. It's just not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. Tom and Mike. You know how like we have this tradition, it's been going on for hundreds of, not hundreds of years, but about 150 years, where the president has always had a dog in the White House? Yes. Well, our president finally explained why he bucks tradition and not having a dog. He says he doesn't have time for it, and it would look a little phony. He says people know who he is, and the people agree that the relationship I have with people is more important and I don't need to have a dog. What do you think? I think it's all about the dog crowd size is what I think. If he had a dog, what kind of dog do you think he'd have, knowing his personality? An orangutan dog. No, a Russian wolfhound. Oh, oh, okay. I got the perfect name for the Russian wolfhound. Glad? Pooty. Pooty. Tom and Mike. Lately, we've been talking about climate change and a couple of things and how bad things are getting. Uh, sea levels are rising, we're losing coffee, we're losing chocolate because of the deforestation and stuff like that. Now, there's a new global survey that proves that doomsday warning for the world's insects. And right off the bat, you might say to yourself, wow, that's a good thing, getting rid of all the insects. Oh, wrong You know why? why yeah, do you think it's it- all part of nature. It's the way God put this earth together. Well, not only that, 
But if they don't have insects, what do the birds eat? What do the reptiles eat? The mammals eat? It's a whole ecosystem. ecosystem. Right. Insects are now going extinct eight times faster than birds, mammals, or reptiles. And these are Is this because of global warming, climate change? Yep. Or cell phones? (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, they say, scientists say that certain cell phone technology is bringing about the extension of bees. Right, which is really important to people because if you don't have pollinization, you don't have crops. Well, I would argue that if you don't have any insects, you don't have food, right? Right. And can't we just lose the ticks, the mosquitoes, and the roaches, and the stink bugs? How about that? No, it's all part of the plan. And when this is happening, can you just say two words? Thanks, Monsanto, right? You know, here's what you do. You count the bugs on your windshield in the summertime. Multiply that by 275 million passenger vehicles. And this is why they're going extinct. Also, DDT, DDT. Have you ever oh. used that stuff? I try to avoid it. Although it does taste really good on my pancakes in the morning. Is there anything worse, Thomas? Think about this. And this has happened to me. Thankfully, it hasn't happened recently. But have you ever had one of those nights in the summertime when you're laying in bed, right? And there's a mosquito in the room. And it just buzzes around by your head. You can hear it buzzing. You know it's going to land on you pretty soon. It's too hot to put a sheet over you or you don't have the air conditioner on or something for whatever reason. Does that ever happen? It keeps you up for hours? That has never happened once. <laughs> you're, you're kidding me. No. You're the, telling me you've never had a mosquito in I your I think bedroom. you have holes in your screens is what I think. <laughs> no, a mosquito gets inside the house somehow and you've never had a mosquito never. bother you at night. No. I don't play around with those mosquitoes. No. You've had a charm life because I can think many times where I've had to pull the, the sheet over my head and just sleep underneath the sheet while the mosquitoes buzzing because I can't find that sucker. Wow. You need some new screens, some new windows, something over there. Right. So now that I told you this, next time you go outside and you want to kill a bug, remember that they're endangered species. Save that sucker. We love our bugs. We do. <laughs> Tom and Mike. When was the last time you, Mr. Kent, had a beer? You know, it's so funny you should say that because you just... Last night, my wife and I, actually early afternoon, we like to go early. Right. We went to this place. It was a microbrewery, right? Right. And the last time I was there, I tried some of their wine. Not good. Don't go to a microbrewery and order wine. They do not have good wine. And I think purposely they don't have any good wine because they want you to drink their beer, right? Right. You want a craft beer too, right? Right. So all this beer is made in-house. And I had... This is a great concept for a restaurant. It's like barbecue, bar eats, and stuff like that. But really, really incredible beer. I'm not going to tell you the name of it because let them spend some money here on the radio station before I go and give them plugs, right? Because Mm -hmm. we're just selfish that way. Okay, it was called Fatheads. (laughs) Anyway, it was incredible. And the beer was amazing. And I'm not even a a beer drinker, but the cool thing is, and this is what I love about the concept, all the beer they have is on tap coming right out of the big, you know, vat distillery, right? Every single one of them. And you can order this beer in what's called a sample size. Mm -hmm. And a sample size is like 5.5 ounces. So, you know, you can sit there and you can just sample different beers and, you know, you find something that's really a home run, then you get a big glass. But by the time you, you go through them all, 
Right. You got a buzz on. Not only uh, are you not ready for a big glass, but you're falling on your ass. Wall Street Journal just did a, a survey and found the 10 most popular beers in America. Can you guess any of them? 10 most popular. Are you talking craft beers? No, or no. These the are... mainstream mass appeal. I would say Budweiser has got to be in there somewhere, right? Yes. Well, actually, Budweiser is number one because it's Bud Light. Out of the 10 top beers, five of them are light beers. It's Bud Light, Coors Light, Bud, Miller Light, Corona, Michelob, Modella, Natural Light, whatever the hell that is, Bush Light, and Bush. Now, uh, the ones that, I, that they listed, my favorite of those is Modella, and then I guess Corona. I'm not a beer big guy, but I love beer at certain times, like on a hot day at lunchtime or you're out hiking or something or come inside. That first beer is good, but after two, I'm done. What about you? No, I'm not really a beer drinker, but if it's something really different and interesting and I'm into it, like what was happening yesterday, yeah, it was pretty cool, right? Do you know, do you know that beer actually contains female hormones? Well, you know what I hear is that certain IPAs cause men to have man boobs. <laughs> Seriously. That's what I hear. I've been playing around on the internet too much, right? <laughs> you can find anything you want to find out there, right? Do you ever find that just, I know I'm changing the subject on you, but do you ever find that you're just curious about something and you ask the Google machine the oh, most, all the time, the dumbest question ever, right? Well, I don't ask dumb questions, but I do. Oh, some, I ask dumb questions. Like what? What's the last like, dumb okay. question you asked it? How do I get boogers out of my nose? Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, you got one stuck up there. You, it's all crusty and stuff, and it ten, won't come out. So You got 10 fingers, don't you? <laughs> I do, but Two thumbs that, got, that doesn't always work. Get the thumb in there. Oh, God. So, but getting back to beer, you know something's bad to happen when somebody turns to you and says, here, hold my beer. They're about to do something very silly. And who wants to drink beer when it's less alcohol in it? What's the whole purpose of drinking a beer? You get a little buzz, right? <laughs> right. Thomas and I are not really beer drinkers, but we do like a good brewski every now and then. Every once in a blue moon. Uh, blue uh, moon's a very good beer. But is it really? Yeah. You get a blue moon with an orange slice in it. Mm. I'm not big, though, on beers that are super fruity. Are you? No, not at all. Like one of the samples I tried at this restaurant yesterday, it was something called Go Say. And it was some kind of lemon brew. Mm, no, not happening. Do you know that beer has been helping ugly people have sex and white guys dance since 1842? Since 1842. That's when we first had our first beer, baby. Okay. Do you know that a non-alcoholic beer is like a hooker who just wants to snuggle, right? Really? You ever have that happen? No. You get a hooker and you just say, I just want to cuddle. No. No? No, too expensive. Hold my beer. We're Here's done. something that's What's not that? so expensive. In fact, it's totally freaking free. Oh, is that what's this world coming to.com? Yeah, that's our daily podcast. There you go, buddy. Tom and Mike.